listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. No, T.O. is 81. Michael Irvin? Wasn't Jerry Rice 80? Jerry Rice 80? Uh, who cares? All right. We are, we are joined by Mo Henry, who is joining us uh, to talk about Candyman, the 2021 version, not the not the 1992 B movie or whatever. Actually, people really like that, but I shouldn't be slandering it. I haven't seen it, so this will be fun. Um, Mo, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. I'm wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. What let's, um, oh, also we'll be drafting because Dex doesn't watch horror movies. Uh, not at all. No, I don't do that shit. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be drafting our favorite candies. Seems appropriate, right? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, let's see. So how's everybody doing? Dex, did you, did you? pee and poop your pants and cry in this movie are you okay are you doing fine i am okay i was struggling not gonna lie i was like watching through my fingers at points i don't i don't do horror like it's just not my back but i made it through <laughs> i went to like a 6 p.m showing you know so it was still a little light outside that just made me feel better i made it good good well in we'll get into it but this movie isn't what it was advertised to be it's not as much of a horror movie as I think that people thought it would be, including myself. Um, but we'll get into it. Let me, uh, Teej, how you doing, though? Uh, you have some thoughts you said about this movie? I have so many thoughts about this movie. I've been waiting. For, I watched it last night. I could not wait to talk about this movie because I just, I, I guess I had, I don't know what my expectations were, but I ran the first one back, the OG version which is in like a classic, obviously, but just an objectively really bad movie. Like it's just not good. So I found it interesting uh, to, if you're gonna remake a movie, you wanna have black filmmakers remaking a movie that really explores kind of that generational trauma and the whole, you know, this is basically a black story that white people in the first movie, like white people are uncovering this white academics trying to uncover. And so having black people like remake that, even though this isn't a remake, it's like its own thing, but having black people tackle that is just super dope. And so I have a lot of thoughts on the movie. Yeah, we'll get into it. But first let's, uh, let's talk about the synopsis. This is actually a sequel, um, which is something that I didn't think, like I didn't think it would be. It is literally a direct sequel and they just yep. called it Candyman again, which, you know, I guess not calling, I mean, it's 20 years later, literally, when they made it. So I don't know if you could, like, Candyman. Because they've made a bad... They made, like, 18 Candyman. All they with have the, sequels. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. with the same... That are, like, direct DVD, all with the same guy um, playing Candyman. But they aren't good. So, yeah. So not calling this Candyman 2 is kind of interesting. But 
has a 6.4 on uh, IMDb. It's rated R, came out this year. It's been delayed. It's one of those first movies that's been delayed for a long time because they filmed this like three years ago now almost. Yeah. Started filming it. Uh, supposed to release, I think, in 2019 or uh, beginning of 2020. Uh, it has a 6.4 on IMDb, a sequel to horror film Candyman 1992 that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. It is uh, written and directed by Nia DaCosta, Jordan Peele, also screenplay credit, producing credit, and Wynn uh, Rosenfeld. Um, this movie stars Yaya, uh, help me pronounce Yaya, 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 Yaya. Yaya, okay. Yaya Abdul Mateen, the set, the second. Tiana Paris, a queen. Yeah, dear lord. Um, let's see. Coleman Domingo, who was I think fantastic in this movie. Uh, Vanessa Williams, who doesn't look any older than supposed to. Who she's supposed to be? Like she's supposed to be Yaya's mother, and she <laughs> looked the same age to me. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and of course they brought back. Oh, I can't find his name. The original. Oh, I forget his name. The original Candyman. Todd something. There's two T's in there. I forget what, what they are. People are going to be screaming at it. I'll find it here in a second. But uh, Tony Todd. Is it Tony Todd? Oh, yeah. That sounds that's right. right. Yeah. And they brought back him. So he is uh, back as, as the Candyman. Um, this movie's popular, man. It's, horror movies are almost pandemic proof. It's not making as much money as I think it would have pre-pandemic or even if the delta variant hadn't ever reared its ugly head but uh it set records for openings second highest opening for a black black director uh first highest opening first number one film for a female black director uh so far it's made 29 million worldwide i can't find a budget it couldn't have been a lot to make um 84% 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, 74% audience score. Candyman takes a uh, incisive, vi- uh, visually thrilling approach to deepening the franchise's mythology and terrifying audiences along the way. Mo, how we do it here, give it a review. Give it as much as an in-depth review as you want and give it a letter grade, A through F. Go ahead. All right, I'm with you. Um, it's actually been 30 years since the first Candyman, so it's been a really long time. Oh yeah. my God, 92 is 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been 30 years. It's really weird, especially in a pandemic. Um, but shout out to Nia DaCosta. I'm really, really proud of her as a Black woman myself that's aspiring to be a director. So this is amazing. Her breaking box office records. And the record for the second thing that you mentioned is held by Ava DuVernay right now. So that's really dope. So let's get into this because Rodan, I'm with you. It's not really horror. It's like psychological thriller horror, which is kind of like what Candyman, urban legend, kind of the story is. It's a, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a psychological thriller. This guy doesn't actually, he isn't scary because if you don't say his name, he's not going to do anything to you. (laughs) If you aren't a white woman in this movie, you're okay. You're going to be just fine. Uh, So it's not really that horrifying. And I think as a kid, I was never really like into it because I'm like, I'm I'm terrified of it, but I'm like, this guy looks scary. He looks awful. Bees are awful, but I just won't say his name. So I don't do that. So I'm really excited (laughs) that now I have a movie. You know how we talk about sequels and we're like, our sequels, sequels are never better than the first, or it's very hard to follow up. I'm glad that we can introduce Candyman 2021 into the conversation as a really great sequel. It's much better than the first movie. TJ, I totally agree. The first movie was awful. I don't like that movie. 
Um, All time VHS cover where when you would go into like Blockbuster or something and you saw like dude covering bees or the bees on that woman's eye. That yeah. scared the shit out of me when it's I was a kid. It's terrifying, but the plot carries the whole movie. So I love this movie. I won't take too long. I give it a solid B. It almost got a B minus, and we'll get into it later. It was really because of the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. I don't know how you felt. Dex, you're the most recent one that watched it, right? Yeah. Did that last act stay with you in a weird way? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. I give it a solid B. My favorite thing about the movie is how beautiful it is. It's absolutely perfectly shot. And if you're going to tell this horrifying thriller, and I mean, every single scene of Candyman getting his kills was perfect. It was a perfect shot every single time. And that's how you tell a fucking story. So shout out to all of them. That's my review. Before I, I I think we're all probably going to be around the same, uh, same grade, but before, like, I forget, like, a lot of things can be Kubrickian, uh, Stanley Kubrick, but like a lot of this, like hallway scenes and, and, yes. and things like that. It reminded me a lot of the shining a little bit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how it just kind of was like, there was like something on the top of the surface for a lot of this movie where I was like, I don't feel comfy. And then yeah. it kind of just de- <laughs> devolved towards the end, but I, I was like uncomfy most of the time. Right. But yeah, so I, I it looks incredible. But Dex, yeah, you just recently watched it, and we'll get to Tej because I, he's gonna have the most thoughts. But Dex, you just recently watched it. How was your experience coming out of the theater? Yeah, so I went. Today is Tuesday. I went and watched it. It's Discount Tuesday at AMC, so it's like just a bunch of people who want to see movies for cheap in theaters because they're you're on A list. You could get it. You could get it for free. You for free. Yeah, but they have like this five dollar popcorn deal that I like to uh. get with my little rewards points. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, have you, have you seen the original? Will you start there next? Have you seen the original? No, no way, not, original. not a chance in hell. There's no way you've seen it. Okay, <laughs> I don't do this. The only horror movies, anything. the only horror movies anything. I've ever seen, I've seen for this podcast were Midsummer <laughs> and The Invisible Sorry. Man. He's seen three horror movies <laughs> and Candyman. Yeah, I've seen three horror movies. <laughs> Dex, I'm going to get you into horror, Dex. You're going to get into it. I don't know about (laughs) We're going to get into it, Dex. But I will say, watching this movie, I was like, okay, I get what people say when they're like, you know, some horror movies aren't that scary, but they're still, like, good to watch. Because, like, this one, I I was scared because I just, like, was like, I don't want to be a part of a horror movie. Like, I don't want to watch this shit. But, like, the movie itself wasn't really that scary, but it was still entertaining. I liked the characters that they had in the movie. I liked... I like the plot lines and all that kind of stuff. I just think they executed it kind of sloppily. Like they just kind of throw flashbacks in there like randomly and then they just don't bring it back up again. <laughs> and uh, you know, there there's just things that just randomly happen and then you just kind of move on. Um and it's really short. It's like an hour and a half. Very short. That's what yeah, I didn't that's what I would say. Short. It is literally 90 minutes, I think. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half long. And if you go back and watch the trailer after watching the movie, you're like, oh, they literally put the entire movie in these two minute trailers. Uh, But yeah, I still enjoyed it. And I thought that uh, Yaya's performance was really dope and like watching the story kind of play out. The story was a little predictable. Like by the end, when he's talking to his mom, you're like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, he's he's the baby with it. We got it. But, uh, you know, it was still fun to watch. And I think because the victims are so, like, stupid and disposable, it just, like, makes it more fun. 
because they literally like they fucked around and they found out. Like, and that's just, <laughs> I just find that pleasant. And they're all oh, white people. So, yeah, we're not watching black people get killed or whatever. We're watching some white people who did this to themselves. They played themselves, and I think my, that makes it better. My favorite horror. What uh, what grade you give it? Uh, I give it like a B, B minus. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite horror movie trope that I've that I it's in every horror movie is how dumb white people are. Yeah. It's, well, it's this- especially dumb in this, and then in it, but it flips it on its head in this, where every person of color is like takes it to the extreme where they're like, oh fuck this, and they leave. It's very exciting that now we got a horror movie where the black a black person doesn't die first or like yeah. one of the first people die. Like I love how like yeah. uh Tiana Paris she like opens a basement door and everyone is there like what why the fuck would you do that? And then she literally just says nah like <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not going down there. Please be aligned with the audience. Yeah and that's the Jordan pill pilliness of it is that he i think he understands the the comedy and in the horror tropes of like yeah i mean people have made rap lyrics about it forever you know or or what was it in uh uh oh eight mile but a black guy doesn't die in this die in this movie oh but yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's like the that's the classic line but it's just this would reference eight mile That, that that was very on brand. What episode are we doing eight miles? Is that like episode 200? Is that like episode 400? How, how desperate do we have to be to do eight miles? Very. We're going to move it up. Very. We're going to move it up. I'm going to bump it up. I'm, I'm going up next. We're going to move it right on up now that you're listening. But I know something about you. No. Um, <laughs> We're uh, no, but that's the that's just the trope that it's always had been, and it's it's very refreshing to see Jordan Peele. He did it in Get Out, and and maybe less so in Us, but it just to call out the the tropes and to address it, be like the audience uh, member in that, and I think he's very aware of that. Anyway, uh, TG, go ahead. So I really enjoyed this movie, uh, and just like Mo said, I really enjoyed this movie up until the last the last act kind of fell apart. Um, I made the comparison to Us, the Jordan Pills second movie, not in terms of like the way that it looked or the way that it felt, but just because I really enjoyed the first two acts of Us as a straightforward horror movie. And then when it tried to tie it together, it just completely falls apart. That's kind of what happened here. Um, once uh, Tiana Paris's character gets captured and ends up in the little church with Coleman Domingo's character, <laughs> literally the plot falls apart. Right. Uh, Mo and I saw this movie together. And we both looked over each other about five minutes past that scene and we're like, yo, do you know what's happening right now? And she was <laughs> like, no. Like, we had no idea where the plot was. And we were paying a lot of attention to this movie because we loved it. Um, I I have not seen a horror movie look this good in terms of, like, the visuals since Midsommar, which, of course, everybody on this podcast knows that this, I think it's the greatest movie of all time. But it, this, this movie looked incredible. It was like watching an HBO show, except for I was watching a horror movie. And if you're like a Dex, you might not realize that horror movies don't look like this, but horror movies never look like this. And it's not just that the budget for this was crazy high. We've seen higher budget horror films, but uh, Nia DaCosta is just incredible in some of the choices she makes with the camera. My favorite shot of many incredible shots in this film was when he was in the, uh, the uh, art critic's apartment. He realizes that he's got to leave 
because she's about to, but he tells her to say Candyman in the mirror. And then he leaves and they do a pan out shot. And you see the terraces of her apartment building and you see he has left the apartment. And then you see her being killed by Candyman like from afar. I just thought that was a great decision. I'm not going to lie. I I chuckled. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because you knew it was going to happen. It was just like, it was like one of those things. And then from afar, it's just like, she just was like levitated up and like smashed against the glass. And so you're just kind of like, ha, ha, like, you just, I don't know. It was, I thought that, I thought that she did a great job. Of, this is an extremely violent movie. If you are triggered by this violence. absolutely anyway, a horror movie. The, the, the bathroom scene is incredibly violent, Ugh. but they're not really showing you like, my the violence happening, but the sounds of this movie alone, like the sounds uh, of this movie alone are just like, will give you nightmares. Like this is an incredibly violent movie. So you can tell she's trying to shoot around certain stuff. And that kind of far shot I talked about was another example of, hey, this is an extremely violent movie, but we have to shoot around it, but we can find creative ways to do so. We don't just have to cut it and, and leave you with the crime scene. We can actually show it to you in a way that emphasizes the violence, but also de-emphasizes the violence at the same time. I just thought like, I felt like five or 10 minutes of the movie, we were in the hands of a master behind the camera and it really helped tell the story. Uh, I thought Yaya was great. He's also extremely good looking. It's just like a good easy Lord. to put him on camera. And you can yes. tell that they knew how good looking he was because they're framing him in ways that are putting him like there's just these shots. He's just standing outside taking pictures of graffiti, which is obviously a throwback to the first film. He's taking pictures of graffiti and the beast things. And but the way they're shooting it, they're, they're very clear like this guy is beautiful. We need to have him in the middle of the camera as much as possible from every angle. We're going to shoot him from up top. We're going to shoot him from lower. We're just going to put this guy on the screen because he's our star and he's beautiful. And that sounds like, oh, duh, why wouldn't you do that? But a lot of people don't do that. And especially in horror films, the focus is never really on whoever the protagonist is, right? The focus is really on you are the star of the movie for this seven minutes while you're being killed in this scene and we're moving on. They did a really good job of showing you Yaya's our movie star. This is the guy we're banging our movie on. And he just looks great on camera. He did a great job in his performance. I really enjoyed pretty much everything about this movie until the last 20 minutes, in which case I had no idea what was happening. There's a really <laughs> awkward police brutality scene that just felt Duh. so out of place. And I was just like, are we in a different movie? What movie are we in? Like, how did we get here? Some weird decision making to tie up the movie, but I'm I, able to I have, go ahead. I have a huge, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I have go a ahead. huge gripe about the movie that I don't think we've touched on and Royden Dex. TJ, I think you and I spoke about it. How do we feel about them? not realizing that his entire hand was like i was gonna say that that was gonna be my, that was gonna be my entire <laughs> review that was gonna be my entire review right that was really bad if i'm dating yaya which hopefully um <laughs> i'm gonna be like babe what's wrong with your hand but what, not once does tiana paris go like ew like, right and also that was literally like, turning to crust and it was yeah. like here's the thing guys like scientifically that would also stink that would smell awful nobody in my theater like i don't there, there was only like 10 people because you know like nobody's going to candy man after work but like except for me there's like 10 people in my theater and no <laughs> one was like, really yeah. no one was really like disturbed by that when he was like picking at his scab and like his oh. fingernails were coming off uh, and stuff i was, was i was in my seat i go Ugh, and no, everybody looked at me like i was weird you did look I had to look away. away. I look, I, when he was peeling I, the skin, I looked away. I could not look at it. I'm obsessed with Saw movies, so that was nothing for me. Yeah, there's. I, I felt. 
absolute disgust watching that shit. <laughs> but yeah, like he's he's at the dinner, super normal. With the Asian chick, and she's just like, eh, "What are you doing?" And that's like the only time they touch on it. Like nobody else. That, and like, that was so sloppy to me. Like, fam, what are you? Like, like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> because your fiance hasn't, or your girlfriend hasn't mentioned it at all. At all. And I think they were trying to make it seem like she was so wrapped up in her work that she wouldn't notice it. But that's also bullshit. Like, it's like, how can you not notice that? It's a mummy. The guy, your boyfriend's turning into a mummy. Like, how could you not notice? Y'all don't like touch each other at any point. (laughs) Y'all sleep together. He's up at night. He paints, so you see his hand. Like, I don't, I don't know. Y'all feel that shit under the covers at night. Just like, what the fuck? That's gonna stink. Okay, (laughs) that's gonna smell. Fine. I'm convinced that she didn't see it. She's absolutely gonna smell it. You can't convince me. Honey, do you step in dog shit? Like, what is? What is this? Oh no, that's just your hand. Just just your hand. No, I um I think this movie was I give it I give it a B minus only because the ending confused the fuck out of me. I was sitting there just going like like I was on I was in for the ride the entire time. I was in for the 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 camera choices, the directorial choices, some of the you know, some of the pacing. Now that I look back on it, I, I tweeted that it had great pacing at first, but then going back on it, it's like maybe it was too quick. Like maybe it was just like, like it's almost like they had they had two thirds of a movie and they were just like, oh, we ran out of time. You know what I mean? Like they ran out of time to film it or something. It, it very just, much felt that way. That last act at the felt end, so it did. I think I think the first act was perfect, but the very like, end, of it, why didn't you take yeah. more time with this? And why did the end of it happen at all? Like none of that. Just- it did not have to happen. There's an attempt. Oh, sorry, Roy. Go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I, I'll finish here in a second. There's an attempt to like discuss racial injustice, right? And like the urban legend and Cabrini Green and all that stuff. And I appreciated that. Like they used that really well in the first act with Troy and all of that, you know, the brother. Um, but at the end, the, the dialogue was just super flimsy. Like I'm not committed to any of this. And we're going to talk about Coleman Domingo here in a second because he's one of my favorite actors of all time. But I think the end was just an attempt to do the Jordan Peele and blackness is the scary horror thing in life. And I don't know that I needed that for Candyman. I don't know that I needed that at all, but. The real monster is racism. Yeah. And that dialogue was just so on the nose. I've seen it like a million times. Like, what, what are we talking about? We didn't need this. The and I was gonna say and I was gonna text y'all yesterday before I forgot this. I said telling the story of generational trauma of African American people and and gentrification and everything else is a good tale. Is a good way. It's a good interesting vehicle to tell these stories through horror because you know you always see it in like I don't know like Moonlight or Twelve Years a Slave or something very heavy handed. Whereas mm-hmm. this is like an interesting way to 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 tell these stories but then you just say like you just call it candy man and i was taken out of that a lot <laughs> I, was, I was just like i was just like wait so we're trying to tell this very super important story and it's just like can, candy man racism like, is the real yeah. candy man yeah and you're yeah. just like we're, we're having to call it candy man you're just like okay well that's an interesting vehicle i guess but i just yeah i think i think it was a brilliantly shot i think it, uh yeah yeah was he's whatever it is man he he's he's got it like whatever glint in his eye or smirk yeah. he does or something i was like i was in i was like yep okay did, I'm a you, watch, did you watch Watchmen on hbo uh i watched a little bit of it i gotta finish it like um 
he's I mean he's the same way there he was actually he was actually good in that okay Aquaman film like yep it, it, yep. it's just it he's a he, he he's gonna be around for a while I asked because this might be my favorite Yaya performance, which is huge. Um, I you should go watch Watchmen and yeah. see. It was it's between Watchmen and this, but I think like he did a perfect job in this movie. I right. I, I was missing nothing from Yaya in this movie. Yeah, he did he was perfectly. Really good. But all that to say, it just it, it telegraphs what the twist is. Even if you haven't seen the first movie, which if you've seen the first movie, you probably see it in the first like ten minutes what is going on here if you haven't seen the first movie it just all of a sudden when they're like and there was this baby and all of us and he was in a fire and you see his arm starting to disintegrate and you're just like that that's the fire thing he's he's the fire baby i got it um baby, right? yeah and and it just it really kind of kind of falls apart but that being said um the the it not divulging into a full-on slasher film was a very good choice like you were saying like there's a there's a there's a in the in the hands of a less sophisticated director that bathroom scene stinks and you totally mean in the hand in the hands of a man have to be careful killing white teens in an american horror film yes you and really do that's literally the perfect way to do it is looking through a compact mirror on the floor yeah and that like the slashing sound and the sound of like the blood gushing and Holy hitting the shit, floor bro. i was like oh that was man. horrifying sound bro yeah that, bro that, even that, her fucking him up at the end with like the pen or the tiny knife or whatever the fuck it was like i was like yo yeah. Next, in, in horror, you have to depend on sound, and sound is what gets you. If you watch a horror movie on mute, you should you should watch a ton of horror movies on mute. You won't be scared, and you'll really <laughs> sound, sound or the lack of scared. Horror sound or the sound. lack of sound. Yeah. yeah, lack of sound is one of those things too. But I, I think um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just the last, I was so confused because Col Coleman Domingo was such a cool sort of. Uh, narrator for this film and like yep. guide through this and then just making him all of a sudden make this switch to being like he's like uh paranoid schizophrenic or psychotic all of a sudden when he had it together the entire film and then just going back and being like oh well Candyman actually killed his sister or like all it just happened so like quickly then that. That and then he was like Candyman's gonna come back and take over and then they'll actually like what are we talking about what is going on <laughs> Thank like, you. like and then he saws his arm off and then like she's he's he's chasing her down the hallway which i don't know why she went underground like never go under never go down you always go up <laughs> and go and, up. yeah and she he's chasing her, and i didn't that was the only time that i was really kind of disoriented with the and i guess they wanted you to be with the flashlights and everything in the in, under the church mm -hmm. and i thought it would be yaya chasing her because he's now candy man or whatever and it just wasn't it was him like it was just what? a dude same yeah. question why why was he chasing her yeah coleman yeah. domingo is the bad guy now but we didn't have to make him the bad guy i have no idea where that decision came from it was a complete yeah. obviously they were trying to make a twist but it was like you added complexity to a plot that didn't need complexity at all at we did all. not need coleman domingo to end up being a bad guy he was perfect in his role we could have just kept him as the old man who knew the story we didn't have to make him in on the in, like he's creating Candyman. Was he the one who killed all those people that and we've that, seen die? Or yeah, and that or, scene was so rushed. Like, if you you guys don't mind, I was so bothered by this. I was very bothered by that. 
um, outside of the hand thing, the Coleman Domingo twist thing, and then like obviously the stupid dialogue with Tiana and the the, the cop. The, the the dialogue with the her and the cop in the mirror was the worst part of this movie. Worst it was the worst. Part. Part. It was really bad. I'm telling you, I, we looked at each other and we were like, "What? Where? Why do we do this?" It was extremely I bad. I want to read, if you guys don't mind, please, and the viewers. I want to read a quote. Coleman Domingo explained why he was this character, if you don't mind. Can I read I am, this? I'm yeah. so intrigued. Sure, because I am confused. I am, <laughs> I'm so intrigued. I am, I am confusion. You might be softened a little, but you're not. Here's what he said. I think that my character has been holding on to this trauma and the ways to repair it in some way. He believes it is time to resurrect the myth of Candyman, that there is such a purpose with so much of, whether it's gentrification, whether it's people glossing over tragedy and history, it's about saying their names. I think that very much he's like, oh, no, no, you're not going to forget this. I'm going to make sure that he continues to live, right, Candyman. Because if, if his myth stays alive, so will these people's stories as well. You can't forget this trauma. So I think that his motivation throughout this entire film, that's his motivation throughout this entire film. I think that he's been waiting and waiting quietly for Yaya to come back. That's how Coleman described his character. So, <laughs> so he wants the myth to stay alive, but Candyman is actually real within the confines of this movie. Like he's an actual real demon spirit or whatever it is. So it's, it's attempt to drive like, again, this, oh, keep, black people's stories alive and i appreciate that but it was poorly done yeah and it's also like your sisters like they played themselves (laughs) i'm sorry for them they said his name what what his name (laughs) (laughs) they fucked around and found out yeah like that's they did that to themselves. They didn't feel so bad for the literal children that were slaughtered because they played they the Candyman game. They didn't die to the racial trauma. They died like being dumbass kids. <laughs> I'm totally cool with those stories. Candyman operates on his own. He's the reason why this is happening. I don't. We didn't need Coleman to be that at all. I loved Coleman in the entire movie, except till for the end. He didn't have to be that person. You didn't. He didn't. You didn't have to jab a hook into his arm. There, yeah. You didn't have to do that. And he went out incredibly sad. Um, incredibly sad. Yeah. Did y'all notice that in the scene with the cop where she says Candyman, she only says it four times? Did y'all notice yeah. that? Fifth. Yeah. What was the point of that? Wait, who said the fifth? The, the cop? cop? Yeah. Oh, I was really confused. Hold I was wondering why Candyman showed up after she only said it four times. I didn't realize the cop said it the fifth time. Hold on, though, because, okay. It has to be you. It's, oh, in the other parts no, of the movie, it doesn't. Where two no. people are standing together in the first movie. Sorry, I'm going to the first movie. If two people are standing together in the first movie, they both have to say it in the mirror. Don't they? Only one of them dies, right? Only one of them dies if she sa- if the person says it the fifth time, not the other person. But in the bathroom scene, the same girl didn't say it all five times. They were they were all saying it, and then some of them trailed off, but they all died anyway. But they all died anyway. But, but some now of them didn't say it the fifth time. When it was the two students, the white girl Helen that we sh- showed up here, sorry, and then um, the black woman, I think they were in the mirror saying it together, Candyman, Candyman, and they said it four times, and then the black woman walks away, and the white woman's, uh, Helen says it one more time, I think, and that's why Candyman shows up in her life. So maybe it is that, that's why Tiana didn't die in the last scene, because he said it the fifth time, but he didn't maybe. say it the first four times. That's what's yeah. confusing. He didn't it's say it the first four times. So yeah, I, she said it four times and he was like he should have said it with her then it would have been just like the first movie and yeah he was just like candy man like what the fuck is she talking about and that was the fifth time and then he got murdered mm-hmm. i got 
that does got, that's consistent. But then in the end, it's like you it it actually looks like Yaya coming out, and uh, I forget what his character's name is in this. I, I don't. It's Yaya. Anthony McCoy. Anthony yeah. McCoy. Anthony McCoy. It, it's Anthony McCoy coming out of the building and killing all those people. But then it goes into the alleyway, and there's like a de-aged Tony Todd. Yeah, the OG Candyman is the which one I didn't get that either. I didn't get that either. That was oh, the OG Candyman. Yeah, and, why? and wasn't he the OG? And wasn't he the like, Candyman the entire time too? Like they, the older version, like the actual old guy was Candyman. I, I would imagine he was the one that was killing people as we saw him go through the First film. Time. But I didn't know. Yeah. The, no, I, I mean in this film, like who is the oh. Candyman that was killing all the people in the art gallery and in the bathroom? So in, in this first- movie, it, there's like five people who have been Candyman, I guess, at some point, like and. I guess they all kind of came out at the end. In the first movie, it alludes to that. He's like, you have been trying to cause disbelief in my followers. Yeah, that's right. That's true. So it alludes to like, there's like a team of people, Candyman. Candyman is a team where he hires other people to do his work or whatever, I guess, whatever. But in this film, it, it, it didn't really explain that. If you put Tony Todd at the end, I need to see him at other times too. But I guess... But was he not but was he not the one that when at the very beginning of the movie the and the museum? and yeah, uh yeah i don't know which candy man was killing the people in the museum i don't, I don't know was that tony todd if so then fine are y'all saying that candy man is like drake like he drake is a person but drake is like a team like somebody's writing <laughs> somebody's doing the producing like the team of drake well, let me just confused. say uh fuck I you teach <laughs> OVO gang, CLD <laughs> dropping September 3rd. Streaming <laughs> everywhere. Awful, oh awful God. album cover. What is that? <laughs> it's I didn't all the it. candy. Someone man. showed it to me and I was like, I don't, this isn't this isn't real. Yeah, it's not this, that's fake. That, that's a fake oh, album. That's fake. Let's move on. I'm not I can't even defend it to be honest with you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the OVO representative of one take pod? For, for sure. One thousand percent. The Drake stand of one take me. pod. Yeah, so like with the end credits of this movie, they do like this whole like puppet thing that I guess is supposed to like explain the entire history of all the Candymen and like how they were killed. And then it like shows all five of them at the end. And I guess Yaya is the fifth one. And maybe that's why they say Candyman five times. I don't know. Like shit is just happening. They had they had plenty of time. They could have like explained some more shit if they wanted to. <laughs> Thank you, Jax. They had another they had another 30 minutes to play around with in this movie. Yeah, to be completely honest. Yeah. Movies don't feel long until you get to two hours. Like y'all could have yeah. definitely like added some more shit in. Here. 2021. You can give me a two hour, 15 minute horror movie. Especially if you're gonna talk about injustice in the yeah. Especially if it's gonna look like that. I just I couldn't get over like well, I love horror movies. They do not look like that. You don't go to a horror movie and see it felt like it, it was like watching an episode of Insecure, except for it was a horror movie. Like it was insanely good looking. It was, it was beautiful and the use of color because in the beginning it's like very blue green and gray and i don't know if you guys noticed but it was very obvious that yaya tj i told you that yaya was going to be con- candy man you were yeah, like, no, you did see i said that he wasn't gonna be candy man. there was, that was the easiest of- call in the entire world how did you i didn't notice it until <laughs> his hand started to be messed up and i was like oh candy man doesn't have a hand and, and his hand is now like turning into ash He's gonna be Candyman, but okay. she before we walked through the theater, she was like, "He's going to become Candyman." I was like, "No, he isn't. He's the protagonist." I was like, "He's not gonna be Candyman." 
he was. He's going to be searching Candyman or researching like the first movie. That's what she was. But there was really interesting choices and the use of color. And they, they do that a lot in horror too. And I think Nia DaCosta and Jordan Peele really killed it. He loves the color red. Jordan does especially. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but as Yaya is turning into Candyman, he's like wearing that red beanie. In one scene where he's like zoned out, he has one red sock on. And then in one scene where he's zoned out and Tiana um, like, you know, interrupts him or whatever. I forget her name, the actual character name, but there's like a red painting in the background. And these like shots of red in like this mostly blue, green, gray, dark like film are just really, really cool decisions that were made. And just like, you know, I just, I noticed that a lot, so. Yeah, uh, we're dumb movie people on this, so we didn't see any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed it once Mo pointed out to me in the theater, but I was not noticing. It's really cool. It's the, really cool. Um, I, I noticed his red sock. I didn't think it meant anything. I just thought he was wearing just, red it, sock. It's Jordan's thing, right? Like Jordan uses red, I think. Like, I don't know, maybe it was Nia too. But, uh, yeah. Let's talk As about a, go ahead, another next. dumb movie person thing that I need someone to explain to me. I just completely missed like whatever we were doing with Tiana Paris's dad and his suicide. Like that was another. You. That was thank another you, thing. Thank you. Thank you. I what was, was another on. thing is that they could have had like thirty more minutes. Like they could have explained her whole backstory too, because I think it was basically it was basically like why is she an art dealer and and everything else is because her dad was like an art like a artist and all this stuff, but it's also. I don't know. Like I, it, it just it, never. Like, like I don't. Never understand what came we're back doing. to it. They're just like, you want to see this dude? That? You want to see this dude jump out of a window? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, he's thought, like, I thought I thought they were going in a direction like maybe her dad knew about Candyman or encountered him. Like I didn't. I didn't know how. Yeah, that's what I thought him. too. And it never tied back, back at her. He kind of had a weird voice. He kind of had a weird jacket on. I was like, oh, they're gonna tie this in, and they just never did. So yeah, like he could have been a part of like the generational trauma or whatever you know, he died to gentrification or something or he knew candy man or just what anything only, the only time they even attempted was which is a beautiful scene tj you love this scene too where she's talking to like the art show the black woman director and like the yeah. back is like obviously sly or something like that obviously whatever so obviously out of place or whatever it's like oh i love the way they shot that the, the slow oh, zoom. beautiful color i'm Again, a sucker for a slow zoom i'm a sucker for that and she's like well what with your history with your dad and your story and it's like Oh, okay. There's a story here, and they never tell it. Until yeah, we never, never get the funny story. <laughs> oh shit! There's a story. What happened? What happened? Oh, we're about to find out what happened. Tell me. <laughs> no, the uh, <laughs> the thing the thing with the thing with the the art criticism in this too. Um, obviously, you know it's it's a back and forth between him and the art critic, and in what is gentrification, and what is you know what is, like. And there's some of that that is like eye roll, but it's also some of it is like a good conversation to have. And I think they have it better than a movie that came out on Netflix that's yep. kind of stunk. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw came out and it was like, it it was the same thing where like paintings were killing people instead. Uh, oh. But uh, it's with Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's an interesting, they tried to do the whole art criticism uh, sort of what is... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought and, you were talking about a different movie that came out on Netflix and tried to. I thought you were talking about Dr. Marie. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that, no. That's what I thought. I thought I that's where we were going. Yeah, I guess same thing. Um, but there was the thing where they, it was literally like art, art, like the the pretentious art was killing people, and like they they talk about pretension in this, but I think they do it a a lot better 
with this because it's like all of a sudden he's now famous and they could have delved into that a little bit more and they do it like two scenes one when she's talking to that woman the art dealer and two when he's watching the news and he's like they mentioned me you know what i mean to me yeah uh, <laughs> i love that, was a, that was a funny that was a funny yeah. scene. very funny and, I felt some on that though. I was like, I would probably have the same reaction. <laughs> Look, I'm a struggling artist. No, no press. All press is good press. You know what I mean? These paintings are worth millions now. <laughs> also, I am cashing the fuck out. Can we kind of say that's also kind of a plot hole? Somebody would have detained Yada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would have been like, he was too close. He was so connected to this. Like somebody, I just gotta ask you some questions, fam. I'm just gonna ask I you. Just some gotta ask you some questions, I'm not bro. saying he's going to jail. I think he's gonna get arrested. But I'm sure someone comes up. You add a scene. Someone comes up to the house, both of them, and they have a conversation with the cops. And is there anything like they should have done that? You were yeah, seen like, argue. You were seen you arguing, were seen arguing with, with her minutes before she died. Yeah. They mentioned at dinner. You immediately left the dinner with 30 people at the dinner. Right. They tried to write around that and say like, oh, the husband's a suspect, but somebody would have asked Yaz some questions, bro. You yeah. have to have something to do with this. There's no coincidence. Um, there are cameras in this apartment complex. We saw you were the last person here. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he don't get detained at all. Like, <laughs> like, not one question. The one time we see a cop, he says, which choice do you want to make? Are you the... Oh. Horrendous. Horrendous. Horrendous writing. Himself. Oh, at brother. the end of the uh, art criticism That's- scene, I also hate that he goes, if you really want to engage with the work, go to the bathroom and say his name. Is that really engaging with the work? Yeah, like, no, is I'm it good. <laughs> no, I'm good on that, bro. I'm really is good. It- Respectfully, I'm good. The work bro. ain't here, bro. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> this is yeah. in my house. Like, no, the work is not I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I need to be able to open my mirror and see your paintings in the back. That's your, that's your thing. I'm not doing that. This is my house. I live here, bro. Like, I'm not bringing Candyman to my house. One thing about the criticism, though, I did like how uh, the art dealer and then the the critic writer person at points they are both just kind of like, oh, "It's about gentrification. Let's go like 2015." That was the best conversation on the generational trauma in the movie. He's he's a, real, oh, like, South Side. Reviews. Oh, that's kind of played. Like, yeah, that's kind we've of already done, We've already done the South Side. Oh, yeah. We're good. Because like, <laughs> you'll read like critics like talking about rap music or talking about like black movies or whatever, and they're like, uh, oh, we've already seen this done before." It's like, fam, like you, you don't get to talk about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anthony Fantano, I do not need your opinion. We all agree. <laughs> we all agree. His first painting was awful, though, right? That's that trash. shit was trash. Tiana was Tiana was a queen because she did a great job telling him like this is trash in the most nice way possible and you see oh, that when God. he went to the show he had a different piece because what she says what she says like it's definitely like aggressive or something like <laughs> that she's like it's kind of a literal approach like a yeah. super literal approach this is, why, this is why i'm so dumb i had to take i had to take like an art theory class before i could graduate college and they're like you got to go to the met and you got to go to all these thing all these things in new york and they're just like what do you think and i would just regurgitate whatever is like well i think like the rocks represent uh and i was and there's no way that the guy read it and was like fuck what am i doing (laughs) why am i teaching these kids anything because i am so stupid i will go to a museum and just be like oh that's pretty cool I don't think like I don't think about, <laughs> I don't think about interpretation. Blue means she's sad. I think we need to be okay with like not being moved by things in a museum. I think that's also okay. I just went to a museum yeah. and I was just like, this does nothing for me. That's why I enjoy museums because I'm quick to walk by and be like, oh, that didn't do anything for me. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay. care. 
like it. Yeah, I like, I mean, there's some things where it's like, oh, I appreciate how they made that. But also I'm not sitting there like, I'm not sitting there to, to, like, because, because my whole thing is that if you ever talk to an artist, some artists are very pretentious. They'd be like, yeah, this is exactly what it represents. But I always like to imagine the artists are just like, nah, dude, I just like Jackson Pollock. I just splattered shit on a, on a canvas. <laughs> and and y'all ate it up for millions of dollars. White Idiots. Yeah. And it's, it's just so it, 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 like some of that, you know, the art criticism and stuff I thought, I thought was, was actually very interesting in the, in the, the comments and the, the conversations about gentrification and is always a fascinating conversation to talk about because uh, yeah, it just, it just, people go back and forth on that all to as, as the day is long, but the, let's talk about the scene that we all hated because the very end of the movie they come in and this man is literally dying in her arms and they shoot him to death. That wasn't, I, I didn't How know. How bad of cops was. are you? What? Like they literally came in and shot a dog, man. Like he was already half dead. Like bros, you didn't have to shoot him. He was already dead. He has a hook. Like you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. I mean, I think they were trying to like, again, a comment on police brutality, which cops do do that, but it's like, She's like holding him and crying. And, yeah. yeah. You're also shooting at like a, a, a unarmed woman too. Unarmed, yeah, like if and you're immediately like, bullying her, like you're not even like, yo, you good? Like you okay? And, yeah, it's, you good? and it's an easy change. Just have the cops walk in where Candyman is like maybe attacking her. Then boom, I get why he was shot. Yes. Yeah, but, I guess they wanted yeah. the star to have some sort of redeeming quality at the very end and not actually be like a bad person. Like he never was. Because he wasn't the ones killing those women. Maybe if you turn it around and he's actually the one that's been serial killing these women and it's not like a malignant spirit, it's like actually him somehow. I don't know. But I don't don't know how you do it. I'm not. That's better than what they did. I'm stupid. Like, I don't know how you do it. Maybe that doesn't work, but that's much better than what they did. If Yaya is already transforming into Candyman, why did we need? Coleman to back door and summon. That's him. why I didn't understand. That's literally the thing I didn't understand. I didn't understand why we needed that. But he's then becoming Candyman. We all see that. Just make him become Candyman. Candyman. Coleman should have been that guy. Coleman, I would have preferred the Col- Coleman Domingo's character to be like scared that this is happening again. Right. He's just like a, yes. like a, you know, yeah. I've seen what this thing could do. I don't want this yeah. thing back. This yeah. thing killed my sister. Why would I want it? So it's like that would be much. It was a much easier transition. Yeah, yeah now I need great. this thing to kill on. other people. Like, so my yeah, sister like, didn't yeah. die in vain or something. I don't understand. Now I have a witness. I'm like, wait, you're, this dude, this thing, this dude, this thing killed your sister. Like, how do you want it back in the world? Terrible. Yeah, what, it'd be one thing if he was like, we got to bring it back so that I can kill it, like for good or whatever. Also, <laughs> also now I have a witness. To what? Who was the right? <laughs> And I just saw you chop a dude's was, arm off. Like that's what that's what I saw. Was so is witness you committing a felony? Was, is, wait, when he said that, guys, is Tiana Paris the witness or Yaya? Who was the witness? That's a great. I, I think it has to be Tiana Paris because Yaya is kind of like okay. catatonic. If you assume that, why would he then go chase her down a dark tunnel and try to kill her? That's a that's great. If, if this is your witness, then why are you trying? You're not going to kill your witness. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and okay. why would she agree to like? be a witness for him like you just like 
Turn my boyfriend into an evil spirit. You you literally just turn my boyfriend into Candyman. You cut his arm off. Like, I, I, I like that. I don't guy. Have you do anything? <laughs> but I'm like, oh, but I'm saying Yaya was a witness, but he's like, I'm like, no, Yaya is not a witness. He's yeah, candy. he's the candy. Like I don't, I don't. None of that makes sense. I, can't, I understand that dialogue. It was so rushed at the end. Like, Coleman Domingo is really cool, and I enjoy watching him do shit. So <laughs> oh that was God, like fun. Perfect. The scene yeah. where they met was beautifully shot. Yeah, perfect. and the the thing though the, that i hated the most was the cop being like are you gonna are you gonna cooperate or not it was just poorly delivered too which story it was horrendous, you it, was horrendous. Yeah, it, it was horrendous it, not only was it bad writing it was poorly delivered by that actor yeah. and it was just like you know so, it, it, was, it was just bad it was bad i couldn't believe it i was sitting there I was like are we even watching the same movie yeah. like it all of a sudden it just wasn't the same movie Literally, I was like, this, this took me out of the movie. I was just like, oh, I'm like, I'm out of the movie. Like, I'm not watching the same film anymore. Where are we? How do we get here? It didn't make you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Game of Thrones when Tyrion was like, who has a better story than right. Miranda Broke? <laughs> <laughs> Which story do you want to tell? Just all of a sudden, uh, an, an elite TV show is bad. You're like, what is this? I was like, everybody in that room had a better story than Brenda Broke. That fucking Game of Thrones, bro. Oh my God. I don't want to be too hard on it because I think horror movies do this a lot where like the end is kind of like okay now i know what's happening y'all don't like the village i love the village but it's like the first time i've watched a horror movie and i'm like yeah the ending they didn't really tie it up but this was like not did you not only tie it up but you added the you tone didn't... changed you didn't have you added stuff that you didn't have to add like that they made it weird. more complicated than it had to be they were literally adding more stuff like how about this how about this it's like how about no. Coleman summons Candyman? how about Candyman? now i will say it didn't i tell you dj when i was watching that i was reeled back in when they brought yaya back out and he was fucking yep. up all the cops yeah. yeah, but then they turn him into the Tony Todd character. Where and I'm it's like, like, I don't know why. Where it's like, is, he, is it all Candyman? Like, what is he always <laughs> been Candyman? Did you guys love the scene, though? Again, the use of like the lens in the mirror when he's walking around the police car killing and we're looking at it. Yeah, I thought the shot was great. Yeah, police, the shot was really fantastic. cool. I was like, this is, she's, she's. Talking. Also, the, the, the cop getting out of the car, bruh, why? <laughs> to do what? Yeah, drive what away. Doing? Drive away. It didn't you know? make any sense. It didn't make any sense. I didn't understand um, that at all. And yeah, and then Tony Todd's character, the 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 original Candyman comes out and he's like, "Tell everyone, you're, tell you're, everyone. you're like, tell what? <laughs> like what? What are we telling?" Literally, that was my last comment on the movie. I was like, "Tell what? Tell who?" everybody knows everybody <laughs> has heard this story and nobody who has not heard this story will believe this story it's been all over the me? news for two what weeks, am I, weeks? Weeks? I was gonna say isn't that the point earlier that anthony mccoy was famous now because there's this yes so this is new story so people art. know already bro ain't no way that tiana pair is going to be able to explain this shit too they're going to be like you killed all these people like how <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's I, it's it's baffling that you know and other podcasts have said this already that have already reviewed this film that it's just there's just more there's just what where did the back half of this where did it go it's like the studio had a had a i, I don't want to say there was studio meddling there are there's always studio meddling in films i mean there's a universal pictures film i think, I think so. and and so like also side note oh the opening of the film when everything was reversed i thought there was something wrong with my 
with my screen. I was like, oh, they got, they got the projector <laughs> on bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, that's a filmmaking choice. Just really cool filmmaking choice. Yeah. They, got the, um, they got the projector on bad. Yeah, they got it reversed. I don't know. Hey, but um, the. <laughs> Just yelling at that. Hey, I don't think it's it's, it's not good. Yeah, then the the, rest uh, of the movie's backwards. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But it felt like the studio really almost, especially how they marketed it too. And you know, I don't blame them for marketing this way because it's like you got to sell tickets. You got to put asses in seats for a movie that, like, for when asses aren't going in seats. You know what I mean? So, like horror movie. Hey, we got this horror movie from Jordan Peele. Like, let's go let's let's go this route but it's also like the studio like we're like hey we gotta cut some of the black trauma out of the back end of this and just make it a slasher film right it's like if you just i don't know it almost felt like there was more to it and then the studio was like just gay cut it there (laughs) you could tell they were trying to thread that they were trying to thread the needle between like obviously the first hour of this film like only white people are dying it's like a very intentional decision and then at some point, even even the Asian, like even the Asian person of color, she runs, she runs, she like, runs out. <laughs> yeah. I so, like, love those decisions. I loved it. Everything was, was perfect. But they gotta thread this needle, right? Because the center of the movie is a character who is the product of this black trauma that has been inflicted on the black family, right? So you can't just have it a straight slasher film where only white people are dying. And I really do think that I agree with Royden that something was taken out of this film or something was left on the cutting room floor because you have to do a better job of weaving. Okay, now black people are dying, but we have a reason for why we're showing you this. And they they never get there. They just never really, you can tell the way they shoot the sister, uh, the way that when the sisters are in in the bathroom and she gets killed, they shoot that very differently than the other little kids that we saw die in the bathroom. You never, you never see, see your body. You know, so it was obvious they were very aware of like, there's only so much black trauma we want to show you, but they never get to the point where they explain to you why we're here now. Because we just watched an hour of Candyman killing white people and we had a great time. And then yeah. now all of a sudden black people got to start dying. So why are we going to get there? And then yeah. like, just slap it all together by having some cops get killed. People love watching cops die, especially all these black people in the theater. They don't love these white cops that are douchebags getting killed, but it was like, yeah, but I don't know how we got here, so it didn't really have a payoff for me. I didn't. It didn't do anything. I'm yeah. almost willing to bet that that conversation conversation got truncated. I'm sure that Jordan and Nia wrote way more because Jordan loves to do that kind of stuff. And somebody came in and was like, "Actually, shorten this." And instead of removing it altogether, they like were like, "Oh, we're gonna put it with a cop and a black woman." There are episodes of TV that are longer than this. Yeah, yeah. The the actual runtime is like an hour and twenty five. Before the credits Jeez. roll or whatever, or something. That's an like episode that. of True Detective. And yeah. I'm okay with that. Like a rated R horror movie doesn't have to be too long if you don't end it like that. Exactly. I don't you know, mind I it being. Wait, I don't mind it being a short movie. I'm not. I don't want to be on the podcast complaining about the length. But there's so much they could have. Like yeah. Now I want. Now I have more questions. Exactly. You left me with more questions and answers. And That's it's not why I care about the length. About, it's not questions about Candyman. It's like, not, it's not questions like, oh, I wonder what's happening next. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why do I care that like their you? dad's storage unit is gone now and they're getting rid of his art? <laughs> like, who, like, that doesn't matter. It's <laughs> not a thing. And why didn't you let Yaya, your star of your movie, be the end face that you see? Yeah, like, I get I'm that either. They use the Candyman voice in the first movie, the 1992 version. And this one will tell everyone like that was cool that they brought the back. I was really excited, but I was looking at Tony Todd's face. I want to see Yaya. Yeah, all you needed was the voice. You didn't need the Yaya. You need to have Yaya there. 
Especially yeah. if it's open-ended where they want to make another one, you need to end the movie by showing us your star. You Ain't need to no see him. Way that yeah, yeah. They're not coming. She's in Marvel movies, like he's in like That's DC. She's getting, he ain't coming she's back for us. For a second one of these movies. I really wanted the movie to end with Yaya's face and just him saying, I, I am Candyman. I am like Candy- Doing this be- long ass monologue like about who he is. <laughs> I'm Batman. Like, <laughs> and he just fucking tell everyone. Tell everyone what, tell everyone fam, what just happened. Here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the, the death at the very beginning when uh, she stupidly uh, straps himself to him was very that funny. Was amazing. What I think amazing. it was very funny. That was disgusting when when she got uh, when he got his uh, Achilles. The Achilles. Snatch. Oh. Like, oh, like yeah. The filmmaking choices with that, with the mirrors and stuff, there was actually that was really good. Um, him freaking out like fuck, I can't get this thing undone. I was like, uh, well, move faster, move faster. Yeah. Um, like the yeah, that was like a Jurassic Park line. The must move faster. Like that was kind yeah. of interesting. I was so happy to see him die. <laughs> like, that was a complete douchebag. The most satisfying death of all. <laughs> that was a uh, that was a a really that was a really funny moment though between is like shouldn't you be stocking up on morning after pills? He's like you didn't you, didn't, you had that thought up. He's like so what, bitch? <laughs> I don't care that you call me a bitch. I don't care. Like that was a great, well acted. So like he has comedic timing. He's like, so what, bitch? And he trips falling around. <laughs> the... Anyway, oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. My favorite funny part was when uh, her brother walks in. He's like, we are walking in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are getting like that's ex- that's exactly how it'd be if my sister was dating Candyman. I'd be like, okay, okay. my sister was dating Candyman. We're getting her <laughs> things and we're leaving. We're, we're with leaving. Them. <laughs> The brother said he talked about some he saw Candyman. Candy run, Candyman ain't real. I was like, oh shit. The 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 gay character as as the comedic relief in horror movies is sort of played, but I thought that actor did pretty well with like it was amazing. Yeah. I, I need he was I need to know his name and give him his props publicly. I mean, he did, I mean look, he did an amazing I job. thought I his name is uh, Nathan Stewart Jarrett. Is Troy we need Nathan Stewart Jarrett on the in last season stuff. of Insecure? He yes. can fit right into the Insecure cast as that same character right now. It's perfect. Yeah, and it was just um, presence on camera. Great presence. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, anything else on this movie besides the terrible ending? Would you care to see have, another one in this vein, or what? I don't need to see another one, but I will watch this again. But after you give your final thoughts on this movie, I have one more random thought from another episode that we did about a month ago. Then we can go to the draft. I'm very interested with Jordan Peele's sort of thing because people go back and forth on us. Obviously, Get Out is a masterpiece and it's going to go down in like the cultural lexicon, especially with horror films and and black made movies. But like I people go back and forth on us. I really liked us. I know people don't. And so this feels like even a downgrade from us a little bit to me i know he didn't make this movie but like the writing thing the ending like man that's unexcusable so i don't know like us had the same problem yeah was problem though i feel like like, i really like us the first two acts of us i really like that last act just doesn't come together at all it just doesn't lupita is the only reason i can i will never slander that movie but i i it, it didn't do much for me. It didn't move me the way that it moved other people. But Lupita was perfect. 
yeah, I think he's a, a obviously an incredible talent, uh, Jordan Peele, especially, you know, and creative and he's making original projects, which is, I mean, Candyman's not an original property, but like go back a little this bit is, and, yeah. and the, he's making a film called Nope, which is just that that's funny. And <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I, I just think, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting sort of kind of, he was here, like he was just right. immediately here and like obviously it happens with like creators making their first albums of, and stuff like that like you work on this one thing and you have this idea and you work on it you work on it, you work on it. i'm not saying like he crashed and burned or anything like he didn't m night shamal on it yet but like uh-huh. it, uh-huh. hey look <laughs> look m night Shyamalan came out the gates as hot as anyone and then it was like and then he made the it- village it's hard. Okay, the village is good. Okay. No, no, it is. Okay, village. well, okay. It was like You're Sixth right. Sense is here, right? Village, and then you just like Last Airbender. Like, what do we? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all? One of the worst movies ever. Did y'all see Old? No, I ain't gonna see Old really. Monique saw Old. Yeah, I. Oh, I, I private screening, and it was good. It was. It was oh, good. It excuse was us. Well, it's like he went from he went from. I just want to emphasize that I didn't pay to see it. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. That's all I wanted. Ah! Well, he went from being this Academy Award nominated guy that's going to like redefine filmmaking in the genre of the late '90s and early 2000s, and he's going to be this new up and coming director, writer. The twist in the Sixth Sense is what you got to. And then it was just like maybe he's just like a decent director that had a really good. <laughs> Like, because he's like made having, better movies like Split what? and things like that. Like he's, you know, kind of come back, but it's just like maybe it's not that. And I hope that doesn't happen with Jordan Peele, where it's just like, you know, like. But maybe right, M Night Shyamalan was always bad. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, sorry, but we're talking about horror, and Sixth Sense is like the epitome of horror. Everyone, people don't even revisit horror movies a lot, and the Sixth Sense, people go back to like, the holy shit. That when he's like trapped, when he's locked in that like closet spacer thing, that that horrified me to the like when I, I it horrified me when I was a younger. I like I couldn't sleep for a week. Um, yeah, so I think Jordan Peele's career arc so far is really interesting. Really has interesting. Dude. Seen, has Dex seen Get Out? Does that count as a horror movie? Of course you not. <laughs> you haven't yeah. seen Get Out? No, it's not even a horror movie, Dex. You have to watch this film. Dex, these are psychological thriller horrors. There's look, a lot of yeah, look, this is not okay. really a horror movie. There's nothing really I mean, see- horror is your king is it, your king is in that movie and you haven't seen it? I have everyone's word for it. Wait, who is his king? Um Kaluya. Okay. The goat. The god. Okay, of course. That's my king too. <laughs> did you think it was did you think it was gonna be Lakeith? I thought he was Dex, just, I was Dex is not nah. holding any other Lakeith Stanfield like, stock. That's not his. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Lakeith Stanfield guy. I mean, he's fine. I just eh. he ain't, he ain't Kaluuya. Most people aren't, but that's fine. But yeah, I haven't seen Get Out. I'll get to it. <laughs> I would say, man, he ain't Denzel. Yeah, most people aren't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But people think Lakeith Stanfield is just like this amazing, like generational talent or whatever. I, I just I'm don't not see there. it that way. Yeah, I think I'm he's not, just. I, I think he's just weird. He's fine. He's, he's weird. Um, He's super weird. He's just weird. He's a great and actor, but he is he is weird, and I think that's why people are sorry just like, to bother you. Fucking sucks. Don't let anyone tell you different. Facts. That's facts. That movie is awful. Is that movie stinks. Actor? I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's cool. I think he's, he's okay. Not. I think he's fine. He's not gonna ruin a movie most of the time. Which that's is, 
That's fair. <laughs> Which is what he, she could ask for. He didn't get in Daniel Kaluuya's way in uh, Judas yeah, and the Black, the Black Messiah. Hey, uh, Stan, Lakeith is the lead of that film, guys. Get it right. Get yeah. it right. <laughs> I will say they gave they gave uh, him a best supporting actor in the same way that they gave Anthony Hopkins a best actor for Silence of the Lambs, where Silence he was on screen. Lambs. Yeah, where he was on screen for most of the time. He's like best actor, and then best supporting actor Daniel Kaluuya is on screen for all of it. And he's like best supporting. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, a, not a Lucy Stanfield pot. <laughs> I have a note about this podcast being right, as it always is. Uh, a couple uh, weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, we did F9, uh, which stars John Cena. And <laughs> we said, why the fuck is John Cena playing the straight role? He, he's John Cena. He's funny. Let him be funny. Don't make him like don't make him like Vin Diesel. Like, why is he not telling any jokes? This doesn't work with having him on screen this much. He hasn't told any jokes. This is trash. Uh, get this out of here. Well, I just watched uh, Vacation Friends. Has anybody seen this yet? I was going to watch it the other night. I made TJ watch this movie because it's so She did. And it was great, but it's just John Cena telling jokes the entire time. He's being the same character he is in Blockers, the same character he is in everything that he does funny. Big dumb idiot. He's a big dumb idiot and it's fucking incredible because John, that's his superpower. Let John Cena be funny. Don't don't cast him in serious roles. John Cena only do funny movies. We just want to keep seeing you be swole and make funny movies. Uh, Vacation Friends is delightful. Watch it. It's on Hulu. It's so good. Um, yeah, we we said how much we liked him actually in uh, in oh the the Suicide Squad and the fact that he yes the fact that you had to see his his big head in F nine and be like hey Dom you're like oh God <laughs> you were no, my brother. You. Like he needs to be campy. Make him campy. Like he has to be campy. Like, if y'all like John Cena, Vacation Friends, perfect. Literally, yes. the whole time. Good job. Very Great cool. job all around by those people who made those films. That shit is very fun. All right. Can we get a draft order, Dex? Yeah, I got you. Right after this ad break from Apollo Media. Right after the ad break, but not actually. So no. <laughs> uh, let's go. Moab, you go first, and then we'll do Royden and Tease Dex. Best candies draft in honor of Candyman, which he uses to lure children in to kill them. So this is okay. This is weird. But uh, and is there is there a winner of the draft, or am I just like? Well, we're gonna we can maybe the live public, tweet. The public will Dex will live tweet the picks, and the public will shame you for your picks. Okay, like they always you, do. You get four picks. We're gonna go in a snake draft. Are we counting? Chocolate and candy bars as candy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. All right. Mo, first pick. Twix. Twix? Yeah. You got to yeah. introduce it. Give, give us a little bit about what, yeah. why did you pick Twix? Yeah, Twix. Twix. What's your spiel? Twix. You are correct. Just so you know. No. Next. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I I don't I didn't think I had to explain it, but it's explain you guys, it. You guys like Milky Way Snickers and all that other. Nobody likes Milky Ways. What did they? <laughs> There's a lot of Milky Ways in those damn big old bags. There's like a ton of Milky Ways and Snickers. Clearly, the people like it. That's because they can't but sell them shits individually. They gotta put them in a bag. Nobody wants Milky Way. And the best chocolate bar are. Do you like Do you like Crunch Bars? I like Crunch Bars. Yeah, I like Twix better though. Okay, good, good. Twix are the goat. I, Kat, I'm with you. Kit Kat wishes that it was Twix. Okay, great. Yeah, but okay. Twix wishes that it. Well, I'm not gonna say my pick, so I'll just wait. Who's next? Next. Me, me. What's the order? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the GOAT. You cannot replicate it. Many people have tried uh, only to fail. It's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yes, uh, that's the right answer. That's the right answer. It is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Man, that's the right answer. Oh, get out of my face. Nobody that's has right ever. Chocolate and peanut butter should have never been together. No what? This is the one of the worst takes we've ever had on this. That the is... peanut butter and Reese's is not good. It's not, it's not good. good. Me and you, guys. You're objectively wrong on this. Reese's is perfect. All of you are wrong. Reese's day, Reese's together is is elite. The Reese's peanut butter by itself, they actually bottled it, and I tried it. It is not good. It's not good. It's so bad. Now the truth comes out. Do you like the it's, cereal? What is yes. it? Reese's cocoa. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh yes, that cereal Absolutely. is delicious. That's elite, a delicious cereal. Elite, elite, elite cereal. Elite, elite milk too. Um, the. <laughs> I mean, it is, but like. Yes, people have like Butterfingers suck my dick. That that it was like it, it, it has tried to replicate peanut butter and chocolate, and nobody has been able to do it since my boy Reese. <laughs> so yeah, all right, Reese's peanut butter, and it's Reese's, you idiots. It's not Reese's. Yeah, Reese's is fucking stupid. It's Reese's. They belong them? to Reese. They belong to Reese. They belong to Reese. It is Reese. It's not Reese's pieces, you dummies. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Reese's pieces forever now. Oh no. <laughs> next, who's next? Is it me or, or you? It's you, Tish. Thank you. All right. I love Royden's pick. I'm picking the second greatest candy of all time. It is also a product that is uh, of the Reese family. It's the Reese's. It's the Reese's Fast Break. Yes, candy bar. yes. It's the most delicious fucking candy bar of all time. That mm-hmm. shit is better than Twix. It's better than everything. Y'all probably have never had those. Go to I your have. favorite gas station, take an edible, and eat one of those things. Those shits are fucking. Heavy. Those things are so incredibly they have the bad. Perfect ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. They are perfect. Those things are so incredibly bad for you too, because you'll 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 get stoned or whatever, and you'll go and eat one. And you're like, oh, I'm hungry. I'll eat this entire king size uh, fast break, and it's like. 1700 calories you're just like oh shit what they marketed that as a breakfast like you can yeah. eat that for breakfast when it first came out they were like oh eat this for breakfast and it's like bro that's 2000 calories <laughs> your entire meal breakfast. your entire <laughs> meal and it and it's like it's also like it has nougat whatever that is is in there too <laughs> so it it, it 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 is elite when i when i discovered those Game over for candy bars. Those, those... are delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew what the fuck y'all were talking about. But you I can only no really idea. find it at gas stations too, right? You have to go to gas stations to find it. I don't think I see it yes. anywhere else. Never seen it in the yeah. wild except for a gas station. That should, that should, guys, that should tell you guys. But anyways, yeah, that, shit mean, is, that shit is crack, bro. If I if I can't grab that shit at the counter at Walmart real quick, it, I'm I'm not getting it. I'm sorry. Not that great. But, but for my my two picks. Twix would have been my number one pick. Great pick, Mo. But I'm going to take my second favorite chocolate bar, the the goat, and like the goat of marketing. One of the reasons that I got into marketing, the Snickers bar. It's just incredible. That shit dries your mouth out so Thank bad. You, now we're I'm, I'm sorry you have an inferior mouth. Like that's, <laughs> that just sounds awful for you. I eat Snickers and I just okay. have... The Snickers are delicious. No issue. Marketing is good because Snickers isn't actually good. That's why. What? Wait, how can you say that? Snickers is good. 
Snickers is so good. That, fucking me up here. Anyway, and then with my next pick, I got to go with, I mean, I guess we've been doing all chocolate so far, but I'm going to break us out of that real quick. Got to take the Starburst. I fucking yeah. love Starburst. <laughs> doesn't matter which kind of pack they are. Doesn't matter what color. I'll probably give the yellow ones away in the original pack, but it's pink. They're, they're still good. What? Pink is the, the best. Fuck out of here. Oh, pink, pink is, the, is best. the best. I thought no, you were saying oh, no. pink was the worst. No, pink <laughs> is the best. The yellow ones are the worst. Pink is the best. Orange and red are both elite. I, Starburst, incredible. All right, All right. Teach. I'm, I'm winning this draft easily, by the way. My next pick is going to the fruity variety. I'm selecting Albanese gummy bears. Those fucking gummy bears are the greatest gummy bears of all time. They're so okay, soft. They have the perfect flavor. Albanese gummy bears. Pay a little extra. Get you some good gummy bears. Do not buy the Haribo gummy bears. They are trash. trash. Uh, are gummy bears? I'm, I gummy bears aren't bears. great. I eat gummy <laughs> bears too much to to call them candy. Are they candy or are they just like a snack? Come on. That's uh, candy. candy. You I'll can't say candy. that they're just a snack because you ate them so often that you didn't I want to call them candy well. anymore. I really, I, I'm like, I'm like going through like a fucking... Hey, is McDonald's fast food or is it just food? <laughs> Yo, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I don't really eat candy and I keep a pack of Albanese gummies on me. <laughs> all right. So as a person who has never had Albanese gummy bears, what's the difference? The difference is they're softer and they have better flavor than all the other gummy bears. And they're juicier. Oh, God. The flavor. Mm. The close second I mean, are the 7-Eleven gummy bears, which are very cheap and somehow very delicious. The close second are the Black Forest gummy bears, honey. Okay, those are good, too. Those are really good. Black then Forest gummy bears. I'm after. Yeah, those are delicious. So good. Also super juicy. Is it me or is it Roy? Roy, right? Yeah, it's mine. Um, I got to go with the popular pick. Just to just to get it out there, Skittles. Yeah, I'm surprised Skittles lasted this long. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised it has too. But like, our Skittles or regular Skittles? I mean, can we? I just probably go with. I mean, I probably go with. I probably go with the OG. But yeah, I mean, if you want to like, if you want to pick a different Skittles, be my guest. But I think Skittles. I know I, that I'm the oldest person on this podcast, but Skittles are too sweet. I do not like them. <laughs> they hurt the hell out of your teeth, dude. I'm, they hurt I'm my 20. Teeth, dude. I we hate those has, things. We know who has inferior mouths now. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are struggling. Dude, I, I feel like I need to brush my teeth twice after I have like a lot of lot of Skittles. They're just too like, sweet. They're I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. It does take me two days to finish the bag of Skittles now. <laughs> yes, they're You're so like, sweet. There's so much sugar in there. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do Skittles. There's so many better candies. But, okay, I didn't know that we were doing this to win. I thought we were just sharing our favorites. Uh no, you can do it to you can do it to your favorite, but you will be slandered by the internet. But it's no different than just tweeting about your favorite candy. I'm the I'm the queen slanderer. No one's gonna out slander me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck y'all up with this one. Sorry. Yeah, we've been doing that the entire time. How fucking done. dare you? Who the hell do you think you are? What Jesus. Fuck? What the fuck was the ending of that movie? Uh, nerds rope is in this bitch. Y'all are fucking. Oh, okay, those are delicious. Now those are good. Nerds rope no. is. Perfect. I will stand by Nerds Rope. Those shits are delicious. You go. They're so good. They have the perfect level of crunch and chewy. It's perfect. It's perfect. And talk about the long ones. Talk I about couldn't sweet. tell you the last time I saw Nerds Rope. <laughs> in the wild. Anymore, but they're like in 99 cent stores and dollar stores now. I have. I don't have them a lot. They are delicious. Perfect. All right. 
Second pick. Nerds wrote. Yeah, Interesting pick. Two picks back to back. Um, all right, I'm definitely gonna get slandered for this, but I don't care because I, can't wait. I think y'all need to think about what's sold at movies. It's a movie podcast. We're doing movie snacks. Oh god, no. Raisinets. Nah, no, nah. those are objectively off. No. Yeah, take oh, so yeah, take Werther's original. I love <laughs> grandmother, what do you like? To, I hey. know. Yo, I love raisin brand crunch too. I love raisins. Ew. You tried to say that gummy bears aren't candy, but raisin nets are. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you put a ton of chocolate over like the sweet raisin, yeah, it's candy. I mean, I'll allow it. I'm just confused. But yeah, no. No, I knew I was going to get slander for this, but you need, you guys need to know this. I'm a Raisinette stand. With my next pick, I'm going to take the, with my next pick, I'm going to take the strawberry candies that you find at the bottom of your grandmother's (laughs) purse. Uh, You're serious, right? No. Those are great. Okay. I'm, (laughs) I'm going to take, with my next pick, I'm going to take peanut M&M's. Nice. Yeah, those are the best ones for sure. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Gotta <laughs> add some peanut. They didn't uh, have my my favorite, which I'm not going to pick, Reese's Pieces at the movie theater, which I don't know how you run out of candy. But like uh, peanut M&Ms for the first time in a long time the other day. That shit was those great. That shit those was great. Peanuts and chocolate are good, but peanut butter and chocolate is not good. Just mm, yeah, this is fact. Peanuts I are- agree with this. This doesn't make any sense at all. It makes perfect sense. It's the texture thing. Yeah, and it, it I, tastes different. The the peanut butter and Reese's totally is just different. not good. I will say I oh, <laughs> I ate a, a regular popcorn and peanut M and I'm getting washed because I came home and I just fell asleep after the movie. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like oh, oh god. I want to discuss what our perfect movie snack is when we go to the theaters after this. Okay, uh, uh, I'm I'm definitely about to be slender for my next pick. And I'm Good. perfectly willing to do this. Good. The next greatest candy of all time are banana now and laters. Those are so fucking Who are you? Oh my God, I love them so much. Banana flavored anything is a no go for me. That's not I'm true. Out. Banana flavored it's candies are the best it's flavored candies. If I, I see love banana yellow, it better be like lemon flavored, not banana flavored. Yuck. I, if, if when I bite into it expecting banana and get lemon, I get so mad. What are those lemon with lemon drops? Would not let lemon drops. I mean, there are lemon drops. Yeah. Yeah. But- you know how much better Starburst would be if, if instead of that nasty yellow Starburst, you got a great banana Starburst. Ugh, that would no. be delicious. I would Thanks. stop no. buying Starburst at that point. <laughs> <laughs> throw- but you specifically picking? Hey, would you like? Would you like your tapioca pudding flavored Starburst? <laughs> you picking specifically the banana <laughs> now and later. I'm not, I'm not picking now and laters as a whole. I'm specifically picking a pack. They sell them individually. A pack of banana now and laters. Them shits are fucking incredible. That is a wild <laughs> fucking choice. I just need you to know. Wait, are the now and the laters the one that you could in the in the coin in the coin machine, the candy machine that you could get for like 25 cents at a yes asian res- can even, restaurant can you even well, chew I'm, one later i'm old again but when i was a kid one? or do you they have they, no they have food? don't do this they make chewy now laters those are great but so when you now actively first, choose the softer banana flavored candy because your mouth yes. superior no laffy taffies are just as soft but they're not as delicious but now laters used to they come in like a pack of four and they used to be hard and so oh. when i was a kid 
when I was a kid, we would, I lived in upstate New York, so we would take them, put them on the vents. We had like floor vents. We would put them on the vents so they would get warm and chewy. And God damn, that is, it was that incredible. Is, that is incredible. sad. That is, that sad. is so Very much sad. effort for something Very that's so trash. Yeah, you can candy. just get a Starburst. <laughs> just get, get a Starburst. A Starburst <laughs> doesn't have banana. They need a banana flavor. I'm going to write it doesn't get any more picks. No, when I think of banana flavored, I think of the like, of the hard candy that you can get a handful of out of a out of a dispensing machine. Yes. You're talking about yes. runs. You're talking about runs. 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 Those banana runs are delicious. Those banana, Those banana runs, runs taste like shit, and that's what I They're think delicious. of when I think of banana candy. They're delicious. Those They're not- are not as good as what I picked, but those are delicious as well. Bananas just should just be bananas. Bananas are fine as they are. Just real fruits, perfect regular fruits. Banana flavor doesn't taste like anything on this planet. It's like blue raspberry. <laughs> yeah. Like not a naturally <laughs> occurring. Like if it actually tasted like banana, you'd be like, oh, this doesn't taste like anything. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it does taste like it tastes awful to me. So yeah. I will admit that nothing banana flavor tastes like banana, but I like yeah. bananas and banana flavor. So do you know what flavor you're eating that you enjoy? You can't even say what flavor. It's not it's banana. Whatever, flavor. whatever they have in the vaccine is the same thing they put in the yellow laughing cabbage. <laughs> delicious, bro. I don't know what that yeah. shit. I don't when you're eating the yellow non later yeah. off of <laughs> We can't go past that. You were eating now and later off of vents off your floor. How broke are you? What is this? <laughs> they're they're wrapped in paper, guys. It's not like I was putting it on the actual vent. It has a paper wrap on it. Like imagine oh. a Starburst. Like it has it's wrapped in paper. You know what the thing about now and later's is? Is that you have to eat half the packet because those packets don't come off those fucking now and later's. <laughs> you 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 get <laughs> them off and there's of like papers. Paper. Apparently, okay. apparently that doesn't, that doesn't happen paper. with yes, that doesn't happen with We're the chewy ones. Guys. They come off easily. But they did you're use the to have that person, problem. You're the only person that knows that. Now and later had to rethink their whole strategy and make chewy ones where the paper doesn't come off. <laughs> they're, they're just like they're just like guys, kids Sorry. are complaining, parents are complaining that they're eating <laughs> half of a they're eating half imagine the package. That, they're eating half the package. They're like, guys, paper, I mean it's not that harmful, but enough of these. Hey, we call that innovation where I'm from. That's innovation. <laughs> I respect them for staying on the cutting edge of things. The mean streets of upstate New York. <laughs> <laughs> Teach is going to take like candy Tums with his next thing. Like banana flavor. What the? My next pick will also be unpopular, but less unpopular than the one I just picked. We have to do the worst candies at the end of the draft, by the way. Grape, grape flavored shit doesn't occur in nature, in nature either. I don't know. No, it doesn't. I don't know what that Raisins chase <laughs> All right. Dex, two picks. We gotten off, off the rails. Yes, I'm going to just do my two picks really quick. I'm going to take Airheads and Jolly Ranchers. I love both of those dearly. <laughs> Don't slander in my pick when you pick Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers are mid. Get um, the fuck. Extremely mid. No. Them shits take but 39 hours to finish. Like, a, a, them yeah, shits are horrible. Dex, we're not even registering this. <laughs> the guy that says banana now later is now slandering Jolly Ranchers. No, I don't gonna, understand. What's the favorite Jolly <laughs> Rancher? I love the blue raspberry one. Speaking of blue raspberry. Jolly Ranchers raspberry are, get are stuck to your good. teeth. They're extremely, they take a long time to eat. Jolly Ranchers were never good. All 40, of them are bad. You are All of them are bad. 40. <laughs> you're only you're only slandering candies that are hard to eat. It's candy, but not the now and later's that you had to cook on your van. He was grilling. He was grilling up some I now and later's. He was, he was grilling up some now and laters on a George Foreman grill and he's slandering Jolly Ranchers. It's an inconvenient to eat. I hate those things. I hate them. Dolly ranches are inconvenient, 
but you and your friends were like cooking down banana now and like look at the flick of the ring. He was like <laughs> cooking down. Cooking down. We were warming them up. <laughs> A trap house for now and later. Your only gripe with the candies you don't like aren't even the flavors. It's the fact that you can't Jolly Ranchers don't taste good and they have horrible texture. I hate Jolly Ranchers. I I will say this about uh, Jolly Ranchers. If they get left in the sun for just like two seconds, you cannot get get the packet off of it. It's the stickiest substance on the planet. I don't know what. There's so much flavor in them though. I love them. Did you do the thing with airheads to get them out of the packet where you just like flipping around like that? You didn't do that? All right, whatever. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Airheads are delicious though. Great pick. Airheads are the the ropes? No, it's not a rope. It's like it's, a it's like, it's like a like taffy. A it's like a taffy. Bookmark. Yeah, it it's is like, like a bookmark. bookmark. Yeah, it's like a bookmark. It's like a it's like a tangy or a sour um laffy taffy almost. I think one of mine was a pick, but I, okay. I think I need to change it. It's 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 basically a sugar bookmark. I can't believe that they <laughs> fed these things to us. By the and way, we Mo, were fucking uh, ready. Banana Laffy Tap, Banana Lounge are off the table, so cross it off your list as well, Mo. Okay? <laughs> I didn't have it on my list. No worries. Uh, that was good. <laughs> All right, it's my pick again. Yeah. My last pick is the most underrated candy bar on the market. I love them. Uh, only people with class eat these. They are Heath bars. They are delicious. Coffee uh, is delicious. They're not eat bad. More coffee. I love Heath bars. They're not bad, but um, you could have gone in so many things. other directions. It's so many other directions. Yeah. Heath bought. Mm. Mm. Y'all better not be slaying their Heath bars if anyone's drafting Milky Way or Three Musketeers because I got bars for both those candies. Very embarrassing. I got got bars too for them. Very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Oh my God. Heath bar came out in the Great Depression, man. (laughs) Yeah. Heath bars have everything else. Heath bars are a thousand years old. He's just 70 years old. <laughs> Heath bars are definitely are like one of those like old school, like British people just fucking love Heath bars. <laughs> <laughs> British conservatives just fucking <laughs> dominating I the Heath bar sale. <laughs> I, I have a childhood. This, I feel like this reflects Jesus' childhood. We may have a separate. Uh, <laughs> Delicious. Uh, um, I'm going to go with my favorite uh, shout out to ET people don't like these as much. I love them. Reese's pieces. It's my favorite. I don't know why. Can we let you do that? I don't know if we can let you do that. Yeah. To, Reese's been, cups and Reese's. He, he took a Reese's candy. There's bar. been three Reese's products taken. Do you see who the real goat is at the table <laughs> when they got three products taken? They're they like the fucking yes. Alabama. Somebody lying, bro. You can't be in the draft. You can't be in the draft with Reese's pieces and Reese's. You can't. You yes, you make- can. It's like yes. Alabama can send their quarterback, their running back. No, no, that's not that's not what safety to the draft. That's what happened. Reese's no. is just putting out product and putting out heat on the streets. We can't. We can't take that away from them. Uh, if you will, you not allow me to draft it. If not, I got a different one. No, draft something different just so we can hear a different answer. Yeah. So we can let's play let's draft different. a different one. Let's let's see. Fine. I would like it for the record to be noted that I actually took a good candy. Um, I'm gonna go with Sour Patch Kids, though. Oh, never mind. Give them the first candy. <laughs> sour. I'm glad we're bringing sour into it. That's what I wanted to do. No, sour candies are trash, bro. Oh, okay. Sour, pa- it, all, sour Patch all Kids. All sour, sour candies are bad. They're sour, yeah. then they're sweet. 
Grandpa Teach would understand, okay? The watermelon ones hit, though. I don't even like okay. watermelon okay, wait, shit wait, wait. most of the time, okay. but the watermelons hit. That's true. Let's I will take back. What? I will admit my statement. The watermelon Sour Patch Kids are fucking delicious, but the regular Sour Patch Kids are trash. Sour candy is elite. I was that kid. Oh, brother. Sour. You look you, like you ate sour candy as a did, kid. Sour did, candy is trash. Wait, did you have silver teeth? No, I didn't. <laughs> What's your I've favorite sour candy? I know everyone else in my life has had cavities. I'm the only one that's never had were you eating? Like you were, were you eating Lucas out of the bottle? Yes! Yes, you were! Ew! You were eating warheads as a kid? I hated them! Love warheads. Okay, I was about to draft warheads, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to draft warheads. Don't draft uh, warheads. Those are Because I haven't had warheads in a while. Like, I'm trying to think, like, candies that I actually eat, and I don't eat a lot of candy. Unfortunately, Albany's gummy bears are candy. In my head, I was eating a very sophisticated, <laughs> a very sophisticated snack. Okay, so I can't draft airhead extremes, right? Because you said airheads. Is that What's this, what are airhead extremes? The the ropes. Yeah, like rainbow, like the rainbow rope. Oh, I've seen those. Oh, you can draft those. If I can draft another research product, then you can draft those. Okay, so that if I can't do that, then sour punch straws. Mm. So sour, sour punch incredible. straws. Sour punch straws. I haven't had one of those things in a long time. Also. Oh, no. Also, the stickiest substance on the planet. I don't know what sour punch straws were the fucking skating rink classic. Okay, I was, I was just about to say I remember the commercials for these two, and it was always like a thirteen-year-old white skater boy, and I'm like, I'm a thirteen-year-old white skater boy. I guess these candies are amazing. If you <laughs> and the bad kids were eating those fruit punch straws, all the bad kids that went to juvie <laughs> ate sour punch straws all the time. This is so that's your index. That's your index. So raw. If you were so you were on a field trip to the skating rink as a kid, and you had money to buy sour punch straws. You were the man. You were the goat. Sour punch straws were so good. I had people try to drink like just to be extra nasty. Try to drink like Dr Pepper through them, like they were actual straws or something like that. When it's just oh, yeah. I'm just saying, Candyman can't hide like blades and shit in sour punch straws. This is true. That's true. That is true. Although the blade in the candy man, it wasn't like in the candy. It was just on the, on the outside of the candy. Yeah, like, I was right? like, oh, that's, that's that's a lot different than what I thought. I thought the blade was going to be in the candy. I'm not going to lie, though. Uh, uh, honorable mention, I do like Butterfinger. I'm not going to lie. You slandered Butterfinger, then you came back to draft them. <laughs> Come, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I can't get the it. The draft is over. The draft is over. The draft is over. I can't. Remember, do y'all remember the, um, and the fact that Butterfinger, like, partnered with the simpsons for a while and they had the uh, butterfinger bbs do y'all yeah, remember, I remember those I remember butterfinger the bbs were good yeah um i worst candies though i had a i had a girlfriend in high school who absolutely loved swedish fish that shit stinks yeah those are awful I i'm with like fish. there is nothing there's no flavor to that i None. like swedish fish i would never buy it it would never be my first choice but if somebody had some at the crib and I was high enough, I would eat them. That's a I, lot of stimulations, too. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Sweetest fish are one of those. They don't taste like anything. definition should not be, yeah. They're one of those things you just like, you start eating them, and you just got to keep eating them to like kind of get the taste out of your mouth until you can get something else. <laughs> because like they have an aftertaste if you stop eating them. Yeah, they taste like an eraser. Yeah, you just have to keep eating them until you can like get something else in your system. <laughs> The worst Next. candies are atomic fireballs. Only bad kids ate those. <laughs> Why would you want to eat that candy for 20 minutes to get to the part that's good when you got to deal with all the fucking spicy candy? That shit is trash. Man, I hate warheads too, to be honest. Too. Those, they were awful. I hated that trend as kids. Yeah, warheads, 
you always why, knew why do people do that to themselves. You always knew some white trash kid that was like, if you ate too many, you can split your tongue in half. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a white. That was Mo. Mo was that, that literally white trash me. Kid. I'm the white teenager eating warheads and airhead extremes. I don't know. Red hot stink too, by the way. Hot tamales are bad. Uh, the yes. worst, the worst by far, are red vines and Twizzlers. I don't know why you guys. Eat. No, Twizzlers are delicious, but red vines are gross. That's uh, exactly the same to me. I'm not gonna lie. No, I don't like either. No, no, my no, no, fiance, no. my fiance likes Twizzlers, but only the cherry Twizzlers. So oh, those are really bad. I didn't know there were other ones, but there's, no, there are other ones. That's terrible. Yeah. I love. I'm looking All at a licorice list. is a no for me. Red licorice, black licorice. I'm good. No. I'm, I'm looking at a list, and literally one of the most popular candies is Werther's Original. Like, how old do you have to be? Hey. I know only old people those eat those. Are, those, those, are are teenage, fucking delicious. those are teenage supporters, so we're just gonna. Those things are those are delicious. I don't. Yeah, buy I'm them, not. I'm not gonna lie delicious. to you. There's a reason that the word is original been they around slap, for so bro. long. They, they are really good. <laughs> There's a reason they stuck in the game so long. <laughs> you just <laughs> old people just need something that they can just like gum to death. That's what they <laughs> and butterscotch. Oh my god, my grandma used to have so much butterscotch. I fucking um, butterscotch is so good. Terrible. The just worst candy on the planet, though. Hands down, easily almond joy. That shit is fucking That's garbage. Garbage. Serious everything. Don't put coconut uh, in anything. The better be version of that. Fucking the, thing. the better version of that is mounds. Like if you're gonna eat like a coconut and chocolate, like why do we put a a, a almond on the top of it? Like <laughs> a single almond. How much going on? Like fuck, dude, I'm gonna fuck bite into this and break my tooth because like I was like. Going too fast? What is what? Why is there a rock in the top of my candy? <laughs> no, Fucking almonds are good. Them. I don't want to slander almonds. Almonds are good on the, by themselves. Almonds are good if you flavor them with something, but just salted almonds are not good. Salted almonds aren't good. No, no. I'm not gonna lie. I you can rarely find them except for in those in the packs of like the Hershey variety candy, like a straight up Hershey bar, whatever. But like the Mr. Good bar, have you ever had those? Uh, it's like it's like a it's like a candy from the 1910s but like if you if you if you had that it's 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 really good you get the little sort of pack you can get the little small ones they're delicious yeah enjoy your milk duds and let's move on this is ridiculous i do like milk duds okay favorite movie snacks uh and then we gotta have mo say her craziest movie hot take oh yeah 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 we gotta bring that we hadn't had a guest in a long time is that what it is yeah mo go ahead give your favorite uh favorite movie snack give us your favorite movie snacks that don't include raisins and i've I've converted many people to my um taste uh popcorn jalapenos what yeah it's really good i'm freuden like you put jalapenos in the popcorn like i like jalapenos like you just get like a little little sliced jalapenos and you just Put some popcorn in your mouth and you put some jalapenos in your mouth. Don't throw it in there and mix it. Don't do that. But it's a technique. You do popcorn and then you do jalapeno. Very good. That, that, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Try. It. Then all of a sudden you like get a seed in your mouth when you're trying to like watch Transformers. No. And you're just like, <laughs> at the movie theaters, they just give you the really like marinated ones. It's super easy. This do sounds it. like a lot of like effort and coordination while no, watching a movie. I've converted everyone that has, they said they reacted just like you did. Tell you, try it. You did not convert me because I did not eat any of those jalapeno poppers. <laughs> well, that you were I didn't. Co- I didn't try to convert you because you don't like jalapenos. Wait, what's the what's true. the ratio? What's the ratio of popcorn to jalapeno? Like, so how like, many jalapenos are you getting? Great question. Excellent question. So it's usually five to two, and they're like I said, there's like tiny little like jalapeno slices, like the Mount Olive or like yeah. The, 
very tiny little slices. There's no seed in them, Dex, don't worry. So like put like five things, four or five things of popcorn for one or two jalapenos. I feel like you'll you'll run out of jalapenos way before you run out. I guess that's the point. Yeah, I always get like five jalapenos. Jesus Christ. All right. The buttery saltiness with a little bit of a kick in that texture of the jalapeno, I'm telling you. Chef's kiss. Next, what do you get at the movies? Are you a popcorn person? I'm usually a popcorn person, but I also like, I just enjoy ices. Like just no, just straight ices. And like that just satisfies me. Do you taste the flavors or just get one flavor? I always do like choke Coke and cherry or like Coke and like blue raspberry or whatever they have. Just Coke and anything. With what's your, your what's y'all's Coca-Cola freestyle machine go to? Orange vanilla Cherry Coke. Sprite. I don't drink soda. But you're gonna eat jalapeno. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and and Albanese gummies are not. The um, that candy, yes. <laughs> Teeds, yours is like a full three course meal that you bring in. Yeah, in I usually bring in a Thanksgiving dinner kind of stuff, oh, but brother. if I'm just getting movie snacks, my least favorite I'm, people, <laughs> I'm gonna have the whole theater smell like Chipotle. And God damn. That's me. Got, I'm that guy. You got, you got, steak, you got steak I'm that guy. Fucking candy man. Relax. <laughs> Relax. I have to make sure I have my whole bill in there, but if I'm just getting movie snacks. Watching I'm candy not really a popcorn person, but I'm a huge kettle corn person. I love kettle corn. If they have kettle corn, I'm going to order the kettle corn. I love you kettle. are a thousand years old. <laughs> Literally. He gets older with every response and every conversation we have. I didn't know kettle corn was only for old people. I love kettle corn. I've always loved kettle, kettle corn. Is something that you give your grandpa on Christmas when you don't know like what. <laughs> like we also bought you this bucket of kettle corn. <laughs> I love more theaters should have kettle corn as opposed to just the butter popcorn. I would like some kettle corn instead. Like that kettle corn that sits at the very front of the theater, like in the glass display or whatever. Like that's what you go for. I, I like it if they have it, the fresh one there, but even that little kettle bag corn. that you get like at the amusement park, I'll take that too. I love all kettle, kettle corn. Kettle corn tastes like old popcorn. I don't I don't understand this. No, it doesn't. It I, I like fuck with kettle popcorn. corn. I'm with it's you delicious. on this stage. I fuck with kettle corn. Yeah. Not over buttered popcorn, but right. I do fuck with kettle corn. Yeah, I'm not gonna go over like I've recently gone back around on popcorn. I never like I never really was. I love the I I'm gonna like burn my taste buds off because I love the butter salt actually. On that side, like the whole, oh, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn my taste buds off because all of a sudden you're just like, I haven't, I can't, I'm so dehydrated. What happened? Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I'm a, I'm a Reese's Pieces guy because I just don't eat candy in everyday life. So like, where else am I just gonna go be like? I don't ever see those at movie theaters. Maybe because I block it out of my. They're mind. always there because the people that have good taste buds are eating them. I will say that candy is way more expensive than anything else, though. They mark that shit up way high, too. Right. Like popcorn's marked up for what it costs to make it, but like candy is ridiculous. Yeah, why don't you just bring your own Reese's pieces? Because like, I always, because I always forget. Well, Fair if you enough. offset the cost by bringing in your whole dinner, then you don't mind paying the markup. For the movie. Nobody wants Boston Market in the goddamn movie theater. Team. <laughs> I want Boston Market in the movie theater. For I, we sure. don't slander you enough for that. You brought in a whole rotisserie chicken. What are you doing? I love Boston Market. It Why, is you took Boston Market into the movies? I've done this multiple times. I used to, have to go to a movie theater that was next door to a Boston Market. What is the I logistics? The, I would hit the double up. What is the logistics? And I of... love Boston Market. That's awesome. Oh, it's easy. You don't try to hide it. You either have a backpack where they don't check your backpack. You have a like... Boston Market backpack? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. 
That's you have a you have a you backpack have a you just Boston put your meal into the backpack. But no, usually that I would just walk in. Backpack smell like supposed grease. To be there. <laughs> the, you can't have the is, bag say Boston Market. You can't you can use just that backpack for bag. anything else. Once you put Boston they Market have to scan bag. your ticket. Like what? You're bringing in a whole ass brown Chipotle bag with like the writing on it, and they're just like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yes, it's easy. Yeah, they're probably just like, "Man, that just sounds good." As soon as I get off work. <laughs> I'm going there. Even I can't, can't believe see it. it. They're definitely going to smell it. If you walk up smelling like the loud pack Chipotle, <laughs> they're going to smell that through you. Like, they're going to smell yeah. it. Cannot believe it. The, the one that's like, the one that's so gross is that you did is the fettuccine Alfredo because that shit stinks your house up. Like, I cannot believe like you'd be sitting in a movie theater. Alfredo is delicious. I it smells, I have no shame. Anything that I would eat, I was thinking to a movie theater, but now I usually go to Alamo Draft House so I can order food there. But what was it? They should have what? a kitchen or else I'm about to bring my own food in there. Wasn't there somebody when we had this discussion? Sorry, Edmo. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. There was, wasn't there somebody that had this discussion that they said that they brought chitlins into the movie theater and everybody was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, there's no fucking... Disgusting. Why are you doing that? What's wrong no, with you? But I don't eat chitlins. I've had them before, Popcorn but I don't eat chitlins. Nice. Popcorn smells nice. That's why it's a movie snack. It smells nice and it calms you down. And we come in expecting make, to smell popcorn. We're not you here somebody to, make popcorn at work. That shit don't smell nice. If somebody burns popcorn at work, you, your whole day is over. Your whole day is over. You don't know how to make popcorn. Every time well, I, make, I, I don't make popcorn I lied, at work. I lied earlier. I do drink soda only on one occasion, and it's Shirley Temple's. No, oh. take it back. You're a thousand years old. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Temple's are so good. Either oh, a thousand years rest. old no, or I'm very young. <laughs> or tip. I'm very young. Shirley um, Temple's have been around since the 1910s. So how young and are you? And only them? kids have been drinking them. They've been around since before Shirley Temple. It's not about how old they are. It's about who consumes them. And it's children. Thank you. All right. Mo, we've come to the point of a very long podcast where we need the best part is your hottest film industry movie actor actress director take what it is and who is it about go m, m. night i've already said it i think i kind of already knew oh, oh no um the village is a great movie it's a fantastic movie and i'll throw in another hot take uh nicholas cage and tom cruise are not which y'all think they are. They're not great. Okay. Excuse me? Oh, Excuse me, we're what? In this podcast. We're going to end this right now. We'll we're this Tom this and Tom Cruise. We're not slandering Tom Cruise. I think How can you slander Tom Cruise? We need to move on. I think it's time we moved on from 5-6 Tom Cruise and Nicholas Boring Cage. Um, I think Nicholas Cage, I don't even, we don't even have to go there. We don't even have to defend him. I don't, I don't yes. care. Nicholas Cage Cruise. is making dollar, dollar bin yeah. movies. Like y'all Tom Cruise is going to murder him. He's gonna murder himself for us. Tom Cruise is willing Tom to Cruise sacrifice is himself. To kill himself for us. Why would we not love him? Why would Why we not love him? He succeeded. I don't understand. Anyway, <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, the village was actually a really great allegory. No, I'm just kidding. But it's really good. I love the village. Me and my mom watched that, and we were the only people that walked out of the theater happy. So Everyone me, else pissed. Let me get this. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we were, the, we were one of the last people left in the theater because people were walking the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> and I remember leaving like, wow, this is great. I love this. And like hitting up my friends. And they're like, this is fucking awful. So that let me get this straight. Stinks. Let me get this straight. M. Night Shyamalan actually good. Tom Cruise actually bad. I didn't There's say no M. Night way. Shyamalan is good. But the bad movies that we all agree on, the only one we disagree on is The Village. The Village is good. The Village and The Sixth Sense are good movies. 
I, I haven't seen The Village, and I don't know uh, that. I don't ever watch well. it. Don't I'm ever gonna get watch someone it. on my side. No, because I can't. I can't believe that there's any possible way that it's actually taking place in the modern day is a good movie. Like this, is, it's just not possible. <laughs> it's not like, possible because it's not a good I movie. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. There's. I, I, check. I stand. But Tom, how can you slander Tom? Did I'm you not see the last I'm Mission throwing, Impossible? I'm going to keep going. I'm throwing in Keanu Reeves, too. Sorry, I would read oh, get up. Shut the podcast up. Shut the podcast up. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is disposable. Thank y'all That's so fine. much for tuning in to this podcast. <laughs> I want to say thank you, too. Thank you so much. You guys support what we watch. And so I'm so glad and honored that you guys invited me on here to talk horror. I love horror. Um, Candyman was overall really good. Um, I hope that now that we're supporting Black female filmmakers and they're doing really well, I hope that when she comes back, shout out Nia DaCosta, we love you, when she comes back with the Marvels. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. yeah He's she, doing the Marvels. I was already first, into whatever she was doing next and it happens to be an first, MCU banger. Let's go. First Black woman to be in Marvel Studios, baby. I would love to come back on the podcast for that one too. Tiana Paris will be in that as well. Um yeah. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Where can they find uh, what you're working on? Where can they find your socials? Plug it and uh, let us know. Hell yeah, Miss Picharino on Twitter and Instagram. Um, obviously, subscribe to whatwewatch.net. Also, uh, film and TV uh, online space, as well as a newsletter, whatwewatch.net. It's a landing page. Go subscribe. You get a weekly newsletter. And I'm in LA now. And we will be having in-person events, private movie screenings and things of that sort. So very excited about that. And I'd love to have some of you come in and talk to, to our community. Awesome. Well, we will gladly, we will gladly be in whatever we are just, we will, we'll do whatever. We'll just <laughs> we literally have no, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll do anything, honestly, but we will especially come on for that. Thank you so much for coming on, giving your, uh expert opinions to three very dumb movie boys oh, you guys <laughs> but, um thank you so much for doing that dex uh where can they get actually let me plug us first well one take pod on twitter one take pod on all of your podcasting platforms apollo com to find all of our other podcasts from apollo houston you can find us on instagram and twitter at the number one take pod you can email the show at one take podcast show at gmail Dot com. You can also find us on uh, TikTok because we're whores for getting ourselves out there. Um, <laughs> and speaking oh my God, of- we're on TikTok? I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you on TikToks before. <laughs> never go- I never go to TikTok. I- that is the Fair first app. You are a thousand years old, as we've said. <laughs> I have TikTok a is a fucking I'm going to follow one TikTok on TikTok. It I is. As well. I yeah I need to I need to post more on that but it is a fucking void I like you said Dex I was in there for two hours the other day just being like oh my god of having another social media dude it is it is incredible people just do awesome stuff and dumb stuff on there for free it is like (laughs) it is it's 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 literally Twitter too but except you get people except except it has the Facebook scrolling algorithm that just keeps you locked in anyway um the the russians and the chinese are are brainwashing us with these things they know so much oh my god they know things about me i didn't know about myself (laughs) (laughs) apparently i'm really into golf trick shots and i didn't know that until i got i'm in i'm into stay at home dads like that's what i'm into now goals yeah so anyway dex where can they find uh all of the dopest houston merch and what is our promo code Apollo H-O-U dot store. We sell the 
best Houston merch you've ever seen. Astro stuff, Rocket stuff, Texan stuff. You can support all the podcasts on the Apollo Network on there with our T-shirts, buy a one take pod T-shirt. Um, and then if anything is too expensive for you, just use promo code one take pod O N E T A K E P O D. You'll get ten percent off. Stay tuned for more dope merch coming soon. Also, who uh, may we be supporting other than Mo here? But uh, who are also are we supporting? We are always hashtag support Florence Pugh every single day. And we're also doing, you know, a, one other thing day. that I want to talk about on a, on a serious note. Uh, mm-hmm. we, had a, we had a friend of the pod who's been going through some things recently. Uh, I'm not going to blurt her name out. I don't want to. I don't know what she wants publicly stated and all that. But just just tell your people you love them. Everybody yep. needs that yep. from time to time. You know? Tell your people you love them. You don't, you don't have to wait uh, for them to be gone to say how much they mean to you or for them to almost be gone. You know, tell your people you love them right now. Yeah, check up uh, check up on your friends. Reach out. Just say hi. Honestly, it means a lot to a lot of people. Um, but on top of all that, thank you so much again, Mo, for coming on. And we're out. Ladies and gentlemen.